0: Have some fun, fun, fun. Queens of the court! Yeah! Ah, queen. Queen. Ah, she's a bee! Yeah, don't do that. I know, I know. She looks at you like she wants to eat you for lunch. I have no idea! This is your idea! Step off that bitch! Get it, girl. Delicious. Late night, get wasted. Yo, I love me some good things. Creepy, you think? Uh-huh i don't know what to do though uncut queens of the court queens of the court podcast Woo! it's the queens of the court podcast international version international (laughs) queens of the court international now we're we're Um, everywhere we are coming to you from uh deep river in the laurentian hills in the northern ontario province of Canada, Canada. Yeah, Canada. <laughs> I was going to make sure you say that. <laughs> make sure that I got Canada in there. Canada. Yeah, uh, we're in Canada uh, on vacation, having expansion. absolutely beautiful time up here in Deep River. We love Canada. Yeah, we're here, nurse. We're, we're we're talking expansion here, <laughs> right? Exactly. That's we're up, why we're, we're here. Up here, expanding the WMB. Yeah. Um. Um. Anyway, so we're back. We're back. We missed a week. We had uh, uh, John and I. I'm uh, sorry. I'm Paul Jafreda. I'm John Hanson. We are we're, the we're the king size queens. We're the king size queens. Yeah. Um, and anyway, John and I had uh, we lost a member of uh, of our team this last week. Our uh, our beautiful baby boy pet rabbit, not like actual baby boy, beautiful pet rabbit Rufus. Um, but he was our baby boy. He was our baby boy. Uh, he got sick and um and didn't didn't make it. And so we missed last week's podcast because we were just um just you know. Heavily grieving. So, anyway, before we get into everything we wanted to talk about on this beautiful Monday in August, uh, we wanted to have a, a quick moment of silence just for our baby boy, Rufus. We loved him very much. Rufus is the best. Yeah, it was a tough one last week, but we're back here, we're on vacation, we're up here in Canada, and we're going to give you one hell of a show. It's going to be jam-packed, because we haven't been here in a week, and yeah. we haven't talked about anything since the All-Star game, Right. so we want to cover a lot of topics, we might talk a little fast about them. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about the All-Star game and yeah. the All-Star break, because we uh, it was a really exciting weekend in Vegas, um, you know, parties and, you know... Uh, just looked like everyone was having a great time, you know. Great All Star Game, one of the highest scoring, maybe the highest scoring in history. Yeah, it was. And, um, it was just fun. It was. I thought it was fun. I mean, some people didn't um, didn't love the the, the check in thing for some reason, but I thought it was great. I thought it made it at a great pace, and people just kept coming in and out. Man, what's not to love? It was once a quarter. It's like so chill. It's yeah. like wasn't even a big deal. Yeah, I thought it was great. All right, whatever. Whoever criticized that, you know. Psh. Yeah, it was so fun, though. I thought the three-point contest and the skills challenge were great. Um, they were great, but, you know, it's it's funny. It's like, you know, when you watch the NBA All-Star break, they like there's, like, six hours of coverage yeah. for, like, the skills challenge, the three-point contest, yeah. and the slam dunk. And this was, you know, legit, like, an hour. And, like, I'm thrilled that it was televised, and I'm thrilled that, you know, it was accessible. Awesome. Totally. But, like, you know, one hour is kind of, you know, like... In and out. Yeah, it you seemed like they rushed it along a little bit. But but like, a little bit. But yeah, but still, I, I thought it was fun. I it thought, was. I thought it was great that you had new people winning, like not the typical people winning these uh, these events. Shout out to Diamond Shield. Yeah, that's our girl. Shakina Strickland. Yep. I got to also give a shout out to K-Mac because, like, you know, she crushed the first round. It came up one point shy in the second round. Hometown Vegas fans wanted Kayla McBride yeah. to win that. We love you, girl. But you're you're going to win one. But it, it was a great atmosphere. I, I thought they had a lot of fun. I thought it was great. They did. And then the game itself was great. Yeah. I mean, like, Erica Wheeler, you know, as we know, you know, showed up and, and won MVP honors in the All-Star game. Yep. And it was after, like, you know, kind of like having, like, a whoops showing at the, at three the three point three-point contest. Yeah, but, like, big spot, you know. It was great yeah. that, like, she came back and was like, yo fuck that killed it <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do this yeah killed she it did. showed she, why she was there she shot great she oh, you yeah. know was like six for her first six yeah from the long from 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 three-point range which is really cool that you know um she got to play a lot she got to do a lot yeah and like <laughs> and she was like yo i'm here to win yeah like, you screw, know, like screw this like yeah. let's have a good time yeah like, shit, first on <laughs> uh first on player ever to win uh mvp honors yeah so, really cool, really cool weekend for her. It was pretty, like, you know, everybody rallied behind her, too, especially, like, after she got it. You know, people were really excited about it. You know, it's just showing the depth of the league, showing how, you know, how much talent is out there. And, you know, it's great to see not the everyday stars, the ones showing out this all-star break. Yeah, and and you know just uh, you know e- Erica Wheeler is my spotlight queen this week, so I'm just going to spotlight her now cuz I'm talking about her. Okay, get in. So, um yeah and and you know Spotlight throughout Queen. the weekend as she you know participated in these events you know people learned more about her story and about like you know losing her mother and everything that's kind of come along with that uh LaChina Robinson did a really awesome interview with her yeah. um on her podcast what wins basketball which I'm totally happy to endorse above the rim Yeah we're plugging it um so check she, out that interview to learn a lot more about Erica Wheeler's story because it's a great story and the China's awesome and that's a great podcast. Yeah, great stuff. And you know, we're not in the habit of tracking down the hottest stars of now to do interviews for us, but we will be one day. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll get we'll get the peeps. So anyway, but, but Erica yes. Wheeler, great story, great performance in the All-Star game, deserves to be spotlight queen. You know, hopefully this gives her a lot of confidence to like really like be like an it player for the Fever because they need it. and um shout out to her she's she's a really cool human being her instagram is actually like super fun yeah like really yeah it really is it's super fun it's really good she just posted like this you know totes adorbs video of brianna stewart like shouting her out it was it was pretty awesome so uh anyway her instagram is eweezy that's e w e e z y underscore three the number three erica wheeler that's E-W-E-E-Z-Y underscore three. Go follow her. Drop the follow. She's dope. I just dropped the follow. Holler. Thanks, baby, for enlightening me on, no the, problem. on who to follow. Anyway, we'll spotlight your queen when we get to whenever queen yeah, we're spotlighting. Don't worry we'll about talk it. about her at some point. Don't worry about All it. All right. So, back to the All-Star Game. What else did you like about the All-Star Game? So, saw? environment. Um. Talk. The Aces did an amazing job in Vegas. I'm putting on a show. Yeah? And a great source of seeing that was through the players that were theirs Instagrams yeah, and social medias and what they provided and the environment and the family like, uh, you know, feel that the game had and the uh, WNBA has is, r- was so obvious about how they partied that weekend because those girls were in. <laughs> yeah and like they were getting loose they were getting loose and, but like and they were having a great time great time and, and it's amazing to see you saw like um i mean liz cambage like DJed the party friday night yeah, like with um, snoop dog and like it was so fun so um a bunch of players from chicago went and joined the rest of their team yeah, to just support. Just support, just Game. to be there. And, yeah, was, and you could just really see cool. everybody was just going out and having a good time together and being with, like, you know, just really getting to, like, get loose with their girls. And, you know, it, it was great to see. So yeah. I'm glad, like, Vegas was able to show out like that and show the product and get people there and, you know.
1: Yeah, and you it's also – great stuff.
0: You kind of bring up a good point there that, you know, you kind of got to see it through – you know, the social medias of the players that we're kind of living it. Yeah. And you bring up a good point. This is probably why we do the spotlight queen thing that we do to bring people closer to the players, because as limit limited as the kind of, you know, media and television, you know, kind of opportunities are for the WNBA right now. Yep. The social media is a great way to stay really connected to what's going on. And, and it is, you know, a great product that you just don't get to see on TV as much. So, and I feel like I see it more and more where, the people that maybe I started following at the beginning of this like year for the WNBA like for player wise their followers have increased dramatically over the course of a season uh, this season just because of how much more attention they're getting how much more accessible everybody is and like people you could see that they care about making sure that like you know, girls are pretty good at using their phones. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, uh. <laughs> they they definitely keep you updated on what they're doing. And, like, yeah. m- it's fun to see because, like, these are pros that, like, you know, you sometimes don't get the most from, like, the male pro athletes mm. because, like, they're watching everything they do, you know? There's a little bit more of like you feel like a, a free a f- feeling for what trueness. people post. I mean, uh, it's more authentic, people, it feels yeah, like it's more yeah. authentic and, and most of these people are really good people, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, some of the men you, you know, <laughs> aren't the best. Alright, well let's not go there. Yeah. But like Um <laughs> Um <whatever>. Totally. Totally. <laughs> I know, but I agree with you that you know there is like a feeling of like authenticity and yeah. fun. Like it's a different vibe than you get from totally. like you know, a LeBron James or a Steph Curry. Yeah. So like I'm totally with it. You know, everything um, I feel like they do is planned. Yeah. Like it's very calculated when they post something. But um I want to get back to what you were saying, uh, just all-star game in general. Um, You know, there was some fun stuff that happened in that game that I I really enjoyed. Like, you know, watching Liz try to play point guard and watching, like, Bill and Caleb be like, yo, girl, what you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? That was fun. (laughs) Griner dropped three dunks in the game, two one-handed. Early and quick and two-handed dunk where she hung on the rim and, like, got all up in Liz's face and was like, oh, what up? It was very clear that That she could do this way more than she does. It was a super fun game, man. Super fun. a lot of fun new talent displayed at the game, too. You know, a lot of young talent, like, you know, that you haven't seen before. Like Diamond to Shields was there, and she showed out winning the, you know, skills contest and then just had a great game as well. And she just has such a playful personality. Yeah. It's so fun to watch. It's so good. Yeah. So, we're going to move on from here. Okay, we're going we to the All Star game. Yeah, we got to transfer. All right, right moving. We, we got we got more stuff. Boom. We're out. Um. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I want to go into what's been going on this past week because you know there wasn't that many games. There was that. There was All Star game. This past week was pretty good. Candace Parker's back. Uh, CP three. Yeah, back and proved in a big way that she is instant, instant. You know, like changing of like what goes on with that team a girl looked good in both good. Of those games and you hear her talk after the game too she was like yeah you know i came back like once and i didn't go as hard and i was tentative at times and like i came back this time no fear just going go as hard as i can and she proved it winning player of the week yeah 21 it's... points seven boards two blocks a game when you Ooh. just look at her and, Ooh. like, and like what she does and what she can do and, and her size and just her quickness, it's, like, one of those things where you're, like, how did they leave you off the Team USA roster four years ago? How did that happen? Like, whose dumb decision was that? It's crazy. She's, she's amazing. And she came back and she looks yeah, great. great. And And she, you know, girl's not getting any younger, but she's, like, whatever. What I have, my skill set and my size will translate until whatever. I die. Yeah, whatever. Diana <laughs> Trozzi's still doing it, right? And Sue is totally. still doing it. I mean, they're not, actually. I mean, they're Neither right. one of them is doing it because they're hurt. They're right hurt. Right <laughs> but, so, but they're old, and they are still in the league and still playing. But they're not. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, Fair. So, okay. anyway, Fine. Candace Parker, yeah, absolutely. Came Welcome back. back. LA great. looks good with her la now sitting in like fourth place la and they're absolutely looking like they're still missing a couple key pieces they're still missing elena build and uh, build yeah. <laughs> and uh um raquana williams who's out with suspension but she'll come back yeah um that team is yeah nasty, but kalani and kalani looked uh, has looked better over the last few games just like you know Playing? Being asked to play against the the most imposing bigs in the league. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, and uh it's good stuff. How do you say her name? Uh Vanderveer? Right, Vanda, Vanda Maria uh Vanderveer? Yeah. She Vandevere? That's not how, how, how do I how do I say her Maria name? Maria Vadiva. Vadiva. You're still in the World Cup with like, you know, all the, you know, Netherlands players, Vanda this. I I, that. I I screw it. I screw up her name. Maria Vadiva. Vadiva. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So she she just had a really nice game in the last game too. So it, their other players are actually performing and it's because of Candace Parker being on the floor. <laughs> you know, like having that extra that extra person that they have to worry about, you're getting some better play from those players. Okay. Uh I, that's what I believe. okay. I mean, you know, that's fine. Uh I don't know if I, I don't know if I necessarily fully agree with that sentiment or that I statement. I mean, Mecca looks but great. Like, and... I'm not being yeah, sure, but I'm not saying that that's like because of Candace. I just think it's a really talented team. Sure. And uh, I just but think I just that think... having her back on the floor, I agree that's super helpful, but I don't think it's like she's making everyone better magically. Yeah. She makes everybody better around her because she's just on the court. That's how it works. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Neil Ivy. Yeah, that's your girl, Neil Ivy, a longtime Irish, uh, you know, coach, a uh, guard coach, has been picked up by um Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizz. Yeah, there you go. Couldn't remember for a second if it was Timberwolves or Grizz. No, it's Grizz. But it's real cool. She just joined the staff. anyway neil ivy irish former irish uh, guard coach is now an assistant coach on the memphis grizzlies really awesome pickup for them she's the trend continues but it's great but man this this hurts me in my green heart of notre dame fandom because i know what she brought to notre dame and i know what she'll bring to the grizzlies and uh, i'm sad to see notre dame lose that but you know psyched because it's the right thing yeah um it's awesome. I just think I add another woman onto another do, uh, NBA roster just proving that they know what they're doing and they're so smart about the game and the fundies. They're so good at fundies. They are. I mean, should we talk about like this trend and like like why it's all just happening right now and and what this means for uh, you, do you know what I mean? Like you know, they're, do you they're, think it's they're... just because it's a hot thing, everybody's doing it? I, I mean, I, I'm not saying that the hirings aren't warranted because they're all really, really good hirings. But do I think that right now teams are making a point of trying to hire a woman to be an assistant coach? Yep, I do. Okay, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think it's worth like mentioning that, like you know. It's on trend. It is. Okay. You disagree? (laughs) Um, I I think it's just great either way. Like, whatever. Do the trendy thing. Be cool. If it's cool, it's cool. I mean, I guess it's dope that it's cool. Because it's... I think it's great. It's better um, than it being not cool. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think you know, like, if it's a trendy thing and like it's proven that you know, there's there was some trendsetters, mm-hmm. right? The people that have been there for a few years, mm-hmm. especially like Becky Hammond and for mm-hmm. um, the Spurs, which they think a lot of people think She's that she is the next coach after Pop retires. That'd be pretty cool. And that's amazing. And trendsetting like that, and being the example that. Look, she knows what she's doing. She's super smart about it. She is very comp- uh, competent coach and they they just need more people that I think understand the fundamentals cuz it was trendy to bring in the X player, right? It was real trendy to bring in the X player. Hasn't always proved to be the smart not always smart... proved to be the best thing. Yeah and, yeah, and and it's been very obvious at times that These guys don't know what's going on, even point guards don't know the fundies that well because you play a different style of game that is for a while was just pick and roll, Mm. and that was the game. Mm -hmm. And like you know, you played man to man D and didn't have to think about rotations, Mm -hmm. you know, that's how it was. And basketball's gotten smarter because of the three point line, because of how passing is, because people understand that. If you get people moving, you get the ball rotating. Things happen. The girls' games had that for a while, so it's great to see. It is great. Yeah, I totally agree. But yeah, I, I mean, you thinking it's a bad thing that it's trendy? But no, I'm not, I'm not thinking it's a bad thing that it's trendy. I just think it's worth. Uh, for some reason, I think it's worth noting that it's it that it is a trend, okay. and that there and that there is something about that. I don't know what it is, but okay, I'm just just calling it out. Okay. 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 So another trendy thing, if you want to call it trendy, is the USA's women's basketball team announcing that they are actually going to start paying their players well. I mean, I think that's a trendy thing. I think that's like a thank-fucking-God-about-time thing. So, what this means. Yeah, tell me. Is that we're gonna get Pre- these players not having to go overseas to play while they're on the team? What they promise good enough salaries that it's not gonna be an issue. So that's if, such a it's, isn't it interesting that like it's been vague like that? We promise it'll be good enough that you don't have to go overseas. That's what I read. Yeah, they didn't explain what the contracts would be and what the they would be consistent. God of. forbid they tell us what, what it would be. But, I mean, like, whatever. It's good. Whatever. Yeah, man. (laughs) Like... I just want it all. Yeah. I want it all now. But, anyway. It's at least changing. And so, this is adding a bigger showcase for it as well. They're going to be doing um, a bunch of... um, They're going to do five different locations where they do, like, practices and, like, you know, exhibition games. And, you know, for warm-ups to showcase the team. Basically, kind of how, like, the USA... Women's soccer teams going around and playing mm-hmm. because like Doing you know their tour. getting their victory tour. This mm-hmm. is like their pre-victory tour, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? Because it's like we know we're going to win. We know we're going to win. A, <laughs> we're going to do a pre-victory, and tour. they're going to do one after. We'll yeah, do a yeah, 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 <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so um, it's just called great. it how it is. <laughs> it's, it's also great for the game because they're going to be playing a, a bunch of games against some of the top college programs. Yes, which is really good because it also draws attention to how exciting the college game is. and the college game, women's college game. We're going to be super, all. We're going to be there all year for the you're okay. gonna be listening to all of us all Prison year of court, season two yeah nc double <laughs> but you think i'm joking it's that's serious <laughs> yeah. uh so yep then they're also adding fiba games so the international games are gonna have qualifying games now and the women's game didn't do that they kind of no, just they didn't they kind of just were, you know, they had you can it. go. Yeah, you're you can in. Go. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and we talked about that earlier at the, the Euros, you know, which teams were getting the right to play in the qualifiers for the Olympics. Yeah. So this is great. Yeah. Um, it's super exciting that this is an actual thing. Yeah. It's and great. it's just going to keep showcasing the game, showcasing to the mm-hmm. world how good it is. Um, you know, it's funny, like, you know, just being up here for a couple of days, you know, I have a one and a half year old niece. And I look at her, and I'm just like, I'm so excited that you're going to grow up in a world where Team USA women get paid. <laughs> yeah, But just you know what I mean? Like, I'm so excited that, like, the world she's going to grow up in and what her opportunities are going to be. They're going to get paid. Yeah. So far, okay. You know, it's going to keep getting better. I wor- promise what... it'll be enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so, so funny. That's so funny. All right. But well, I got to give gr- big credit to the new um, commissioner. Commissioner? Uh- the new president of the WNBA, president? Is Kathy it she, Engelbert. Yeah, isn't she the commissioner? Or she's the press? I don't know. Would you look it up? CEO. CEO <laughs> and president, maybe. She everything. I don't think she's a commissioner. Right, I think so, Adam Silver is still commissioner. All right, she's running the WNBA. Whatever. We're gonna look it up. Um, she's the one that made this. Uh, she's the one that's making a lot of things happen recently that I love hearing about, and you know, it just seems like she's. Going to do a lot of great things for... Th- okay, for okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. First commissioner of the WNBA. Boom. That's what I so, thought. So we'll just, like, add it all that out. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I you just. fucking would. My <laughs> B. <be. My laughs> but, no, but what's exciting about that is that she is the She's first... doing a lot of great things. ...commissioner yeah. of the WNBA. They've never Sneaky really had waves. this much power to change the NBA, because it's always been under the, the real ownership of the nba's commissioner yeah so, so this is great. I, uh, is great i just think she's doing a lot of things quick and she's being very decisive and making things happen yeah and what's That's funny that is she was asked about expansion during the all-star game and she was kind of like we're really focused on the 12 teams we have right now and making yeah. sure that everything is as it can be for them but it, it, it didn't feel like entirely evasive but it also felt kind of like I know everyone's talking about this, but it's probably not happening right now. Yeah, maybe. That's kind of how it felt. It almost sounded like maybe there would be an opportunity to move a team to Toronto. But that was it. I think there's always possibility to move a team if someone wants to sell and they feel like they're not getting enough out of the location. And, and and I think that was the only thing. Yeah. That's the only thing but, I felt like was a realistic thing. It did not sound like sure. expansion was coming in the next five, uh, you know, well, you, you hear a lot of, years. You hear a lot of fans talking about wanting expansion because of how much talent there is in the WNBA and how much of it isn't getting a chance to play a lot. Yeah. And, you know, right now it's at 12 teams. It'd be great if it was 16, but, you know, whatever. Whatever. We'll, we'll see what happens. I talk to a lot of people, like on, like you know, in WNBA fan groups, about stuff like this, and people are just like desperate for more teams. Yeah, I mean, people want more games. It's a you know common thing, right? You just want to be able to watch more sports. Totally. People love sports, so you need right, more check, teams for that reason. Check us along, John. Where are we going uh, next? Okay, okay, where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> okay, uh, so let's mention the other player of the week, Elena Deladon, because she's playing out of her mind yeah she's, i mean she's scoring last week she scored 27 points per game yeah eight rebounds per game yep girl doing it <laughs> yeah she looks incredible she i feel like she is now the front runner front for MVP. runner yeah it's it's all getting deal for uh, me well yeah i mean she started the year you know she stays healthy right yeah if she stays healthy done i think she's just playing so well she really is she just looks incredible um and, you know, the Mystics are, are you know, completely dependent upon her. Yeah. I mean, not, like, because they don't have a lot of talent, but just because it, the the record is just when she's there, they win. Yeah, it's just Although the truth. Yeah, Although they did just lose by, like, 20-plus points to the Mercury. I mean, the Mercury, like, went off in a way that you were just like, how? Yeah. Like, Brittany Griner, Griner had a crazy off. game. But so did the guards. Yeah. I mean, the guards had crazy games, yeah. even with all those injuries. I mean... The Mercury are a very good team. They really so are. So it, it's just solid. It seems like when they really want to get up for games, they do. That makes it sound like it's an effort issue, and I—I I, I is don't, not the case. I don't think it's so. that. I just yeah, think I don't like, I—I think, I think it's like they love the like, the incentive of like you know they were challenged with a lot of players out, and I feel like they respond well to challenges. Like, I feel like sometimes they walk into places and they're not, like, it doesn't seem like they're ready. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't agree with any of that. Okay, but, that's like, fine. That's, that's you cool. You can have another side to that. That's I just cool. think they had a really great game. Okay, uh, but the record would be, be would be better, in my opinion, if they went, like, Britney Griner can dominate every game. That's just not true. Okay. It's just not. I mean, like, yeah, she's she's played really well, but there are times when she's she gets played, played really lately. when she gets played really tough, and she can't just dominate a game. Uh, you make it sound like it's like, well, if they just wanted to win, they would, they could just do it if they just if they prepared better or if they cared enough. And like, I think that is what so ever? unfair. It's not a matter of just caring enough. Sometimes the shots don't fall. Sure, that's, you're just, right. that's just how it goes. You're right. And generally, when they haven't won, it's been when the shots haven't fallen for their guards. And in this particular game, the guards were on fire. Okay, you're right. So fine. Yeah, don't make it out like they could win if they want. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we were really talking about Lady Deladon and how great she is. Um, we're kind of getting into like our our playoff picture here. You know, second. First half of the season is is over. You know, more than yeah. half the season is gone. We're looking at a playoff picture now. So our top four teams right now, we've got Connecticut sitting on top with a seven-game winning streak. What a com- talk about what a comeback! Talk about a streaky team. Yeah, but I mean, like, like nine and one to start, then like lose like six, then like you know win seven. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's crazy. You just got to hope that they're uh, on one of their hot streaks when they go into the playoffs. Yeah, I, I love seeing it just because. They're I love them as a team. I think they're so fun to watch. Like they, they're exciting. They play great defense. They are such a g- smart, great de- uh, defensive team. Um, and Jonquel playing out of her mind. Yeah, yeah. No, I Showed why you. she's an all star, and like Alyssa Thomas is amazing, and the whole team. Is Courtney amazing. Williams That's just the went thing. off. Right. Exactly. Like they're so good at being like, okay, tonight you can do it. Like, tonight's your turn. So, like, what makes them so streaky? Like, how did they lose six in a row? I think it is somewhat their three-point shooting is a little streaky as a team. Um, Some people, you know, uh, are streaky shooters on the team. I do feel that way. Um, And uh, I feel like Strickland has shown that. Like, she showed why she is such a good three-point shooter. But during their losing streak, she shot like 12% from three. Ooh. That's not saying she was getting that many looks. Um, But it's part of it. They need to get her looks then. Yeah, You know, like if you're shooting at a low clip just because you're only shooting a couple times a game. And one or two of those is a three, it happens to be. Do a better job at getting your three-point shooters open and it seems like that's what they started doing they're scoring a lot of points the team's you know getting uh, getting up there in a lot of in points per game and that's Mm -hmm. what you want to see it almost sounds like the the really balanced attack that they have can sometimes work against them if they're not diligent about making sure everyone's getting the looks they need yeah if you're just kind of like let's get the best look because everyone can do their thing yeah and then you get players that aren't getting enough looks and defenses that are forcing the kind of looks they want Instead of having the offense dictate what they want, totally, and that seems like what it ha- what happened for a little bit. Yeah, a- and I think they're back dictating their games. I mean, they've won seven in a row. Yep, they look great. Yep, um, great coaching staff, great job. Locking down the number one spot. For them, I think, would be That's huge. the most interesting race to me. It really is. Because the playoff is playoffs are so different Yeah, if you have a top two spot. Yeah. Because otherwise... That's the most interesting race going on right everyone now. Everyone outside the top two, just so you know, in the playoffs, everyone outside the top two has to play in a one-game winner-takes-all playoff match. It's wild. Wild. It's wild. And you have basically everybody within five and a half games. Yeah. I mean, like, it, you know, top, there's not as many games. The top four change every week. Yeah. It, it's, and like the top four are two and a half difference, you know? And like, as compared to like a couple of years ago it's when wild. like Minnesota and the, and the Sparks were like locked up the top two spots by like, you know, late June. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, I mean, this, this is, this is super exciting. Year has been crazy. This exciting. is super exciting and it's great. It, it's great parody. It's it is. awesome. It's so good for the WNBA. <laughs> so you got the sun up top, looking really strong. Yep. Number two is, I believe, Las Vegas. Yep. And Vegas, you know, has still been without Asia Wilson, but she, uh, you know, and Derek Hamby has stepped up huge, huge. in her stead, huge. and they they continue to win huge. Yeah. And and they look great. Um, you know, <laughs> Kayla McBride, Liz Cambage. You know, Kelsey Plum, you know, has her nights that she's on and off. But the bench is Jackie great. Jackie Yeah, Jackie too. Although I feel like, you know, I feel like she doesn't take as many shots as like Kelsey Plum does. Yeah. But no, she did no, no. have a really good night the other day. She did. That's yeah. what I'm saying, you know. And uh, uh, yeah. she's still figuring it out. She's still a rookie. Totally. Totally. But like, you know, they're, yeah, they're sitting they're at number mains. two when Asia Wilson comes back. You know, they're feeling pretty good that they're at number two right now without Asia Wilson on the floor. Yeah. But, so. you know, they're sitting there. Their half came up. Yeah. Half games tonight, and they're playing Vegas. And they're playing Falling to third place is. They're uh, playing the Washington tonight, though. Yeah. Right. They're finishing that, that game, game that was canceled for Earthquake, yeah. so it's going to be one half of play, and Washington up 15. Up. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's going to be a tough game to win. And then right there, that, that flip flops them if yep. they win. So the Mystics are in third. Yep. You know, so one half game behind. Yep. Still looking amazing. Miseman has been great off the bench, just slotting right in as like sixth woman of the year. Yeah. Um, that whole team just looks really solid. They, you know, um, like we said before, they really revolve around Elena Deladon playing well and doing her thing. Totally. But I'd be surprised if they weren't one of the top two that's what I mean. Any of these teams could end up being top two. And sitting at fourth right now LA. are the Sparks who slipped into fourth a half. place you know really close behind and and they're right there with Candace Parker back they could so easily go on like a solid winning streak I, it's just wild it's awesome it's wild it's awesome any of those top 4 could end up as a top 2 team and chicago's right there <laughs> chicago's right there which is crazy which is awesome i love that chicago's playing well i love that team they're fun they are they're gr- i love it i love chicago as a team i'm happy that they've been able to stay ahead of the pack uh, you know, and, and relevant this year because they do have a really fun team, a lot of great personalities, such a tight knit group. They have everyone on the court now. Okay, Lou Samuelson's back from injury, you know, they, they've got their players back from abroad. They're whole. And you know, they're sitting there in fifth. Yeah. So the most interesting thing too is about how these teams play at home compared to on the road. Mm -hmm. So I do think all these seedings matter. Um, It seems like the home environment does matter for all these teams. All these teams. They really play different. Like, Connecticut plays so different. Um, Only two teams in the WNBA have winning records on the road. Exactly. That's crazy. Vegas and Washington. And it shows, again, how bad the the WNBA travel is. It these, does on these players. how bad the the travel situations are. But yeah, it's, it's so showing scary. how it's bad for the players. Ugh. but home court is going to matter, and it's great. It is going to matter. Sh- you are going to have you are going to have scratching and clawing, people trying to just kick each other out of the place. You know, fighting for the death because it matters a lot. That one game playoffs throughout matter. Yeah. It's crazy shit Yeah, so so the playoff format, so that you know, is the first round is a one game playoff between the five seed and the eight seed and the six seed and the seven seed. Whoever wins those two games then face off against the three and four seed in a one game playoff. Boom! 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 The winner of those one-game playoffs then face off in a best-of-five series for the semifinals against the one and two seeds, and then the winner of those play in the best-of-five for the final. It's wild. But that means that six of the eight teams are playing in one-game playoffs for a spot in the WNBA semifinals, mm-hmm. and so that's why the top two spots are so important to long. So in. important, and it ma- and like I said, home court obviously matters in the WNBA. So when we yeah, absolutely. And as we go down the ladder, so Chicago sitting in 5th, then we have in 6th, 7th, and 8th, all within a game of each other, Phoenix, Seattle, and the Lynx. And, you know, it felt like these teams were pretty solidly locked up in the playoff, in the playoff hunt, but Minnesota and Seattle are on bad losing streaks. Minnesota's lost four in a row. Seattle's lost three in a row. And the Liberty haven't been able to capitalize on you know these losing streaks because because they're just yeah on a losing streak of their own. New yeah. York's lost three in a row. So Indiana, however, the fever have been able to take a little bit of advantage and make up some ground. They've now won two in a row. So you know the last spot, the fight for the last spot in the playoffs it feels like it's locked up, but you know, Indiana and New York are within three games of Minnesota, and so the links need to kind of sort it out after their four-game losing streak if they want to hang on to that last playoff spot. Totally. Um. Yeah, I I just th- I can't believe how incredibly tight it is. It it it's it's one of those things that like I hate seeing where. Uh, the Storm are going because they're... I love the Storm. Yeah, I know. It I seems like they've run it. out of steam a little bit lately. It, it's showing that the injuries might have caught up with them. Yeah, maybe. You know? Um, hate to see it, but... But they've been fighting all I year. just... Yeah, but... And then on the other side of that, though, I love seeing Chicago playing the way they are. I mm-hmm. love the top four drama right there. Even if you want to add Chicago, not really, but, like because I, I just don't think they'll eventually get up there. But yeah. to see how they play, I don't think that they're going to drop anywhere below six seed or anything like that. Yeah, They're playing great, and the team looks good, and they look like they play together. They all went to the All-Star game together. They have a great vibe. So I'm just, yeah. Um, the lower seeds, I, I, I don't know how much noise they're going to make in the playoffs. Well, the funny thing is that the three lower seeds are all missing like some of the best players in the league. You know, Phoenix is missing Diana Taurasi. Seattle's missing, you know, Brandon Stewart. Minnesota's missing Maya Moore. And you look at those teams that are all sitting on the edge of the playoff picture and you can't help but say if they were whole, my God, this it's crazy. Yeah. Like, how good and tight this league is
1: Yeah, when I, I everyone's think, on the floor. So, it's next, amazing. next year's going to be wild. Next year's
0: going to be incredible. <laughs> incredible. I mean, this is already incredible. Yeah. But, like, yeah. So, I, I'm real excited for the playoffs. I know we're ahead of ourselves right now, but we wanted to kind of talk about where we are, what things look like. Yeah, where where we're going. Yeah. You know, that's – and it's just showing how much excitement is going to be out there. Yeah. Go watch. Yep, watch this. Go watch. Stuff. We've it's got a couple, great. couple big matchups. We're really excited about this week. Talk, t- t- tell me, baby. Thursday, August eighth. What you got? I'm Thursday, August eighth. Both of them are on ESPN 2 Actually, Ooh, so girl. Great. Thursday, August eighth. I'm really excited about the Phoenix Mercury at the Los Angeles Sparks. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, it's two differing styles, two kind of opposing styles of basketball. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be fun to see how well. Griner and Bonner can dominate, you know, the L.A.'s bigs that are basically undersized. You know, how big of a role will Kalani Brown play in that game? You know, is Candace Parker going to be able to take advantage of, you know, the mismatches on the other end of the court? It's going to be a really exciting game. So that's one you should tune in for, 10 p.m. Thursday, August 8th, ESPN 2. ESPN 2. Mercury Sparks. Yeah. Um, The other game game I'm excited about is uh, on Sunday. August 11th on ESPN2 at 6 p.m. Okay, Connecticut's on Las Vegas Aces. Ooh. Top two matchup, real exciting game. Um, this could be a look at your WNBA Finals. It could be a look at your semifinals, and it's a great matchup between two teams. They're really well matched. Actually, they're both just there's a lot of talent at each position, and it's a it's a good matchup. So. I'm excited for that game. Yeah, it's going to be great. Sunday, August 11th, 6 p.m. ESPN 2. Those are great matchups, baby. I'm glad you picked them. What about you? Um, So I was going with those Same? Matches. Yeah. Same Zs? Yeah, same Zs. <laughs> okay. I thought that was the pie. Totally. Yeah. Totally, totally. I just, wanted to, I just wasn't sure if you had anything to add. Juke me, baby. <laughs> I just wasn't sure. <laughs> if you had anything to add. Um, I'm excited for this little, you know, suspended game. It's just kind of fun. Yeah, it is fun. There's a game on Monday. It is going to be fun to watch. That's how I feel. <laughs> right? There's, There's a, game a game on a on Monday. Monday. <laughs> Woo. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about real quick how, with watching the WNBA, um, the WNBA app and com is actually integrating video into all their stuff now. So anything that's previously done, highlights, big plays, anything like that, will all have video clips attached to it and everything will have extra footage that would, have, like, the gameplay footage, but cut in certain ways to make it highlights and also to showcase things. They didn't have video before? They, they did, but they're doing it in a different way and, like, just they're adding a ton up. of it. Good. So when you hear that, like, when you look in the box score and you see, you know, um, who for the Mercury just went off? I forgot. Um... Mitchell, right? Leilani Mitchell? Yeah. When she had the 8-3 the game? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Had a great game. So when they put up that and you see that in the box score and you click on her, you'll be able to see that highlight in there where it's like on her profile, her ripping those eight threes. I mean, that sounds dope. Yeah, and they're actually going back as far as 20, uh, last year, Good. 2018, to add more stuff so you get more on all these players, more. Good. It's just they're... It, again, it's another strong play by the commissioner to make sure that there's more. Yeah, it's important. Pump it out there. We need more content. Not only do you need more content, but you need it. It, it goes to show that, you know, as you're trying to grow, you know, the league and grow popularity and grow attention for it, you have to have top-level tech oh you have you to, have to and that's crazy because <laughs> people need the accessibility yeah. they need it they need it to be the top level most user-friendly easily you know accessed it just has to be or it's impossible to grow because yep the world is about how good is your tech whereas like you know the nba can afford to not have as good tech because the following is already so strong totally but, like, the WNBA, I'm glad that they recognize that this is the avenue they need to take because they need to have the product be the best it can possibly be to gain viewership and respect. Totally. And, and like, it's just great that it, it's going to be very simple. It's going to be one click uh, in the box scores and stuff. I'm so excited. You just click it, and it's like, boom, you get to watch that highlight. Boom. Right I in front wait. of you. Yeah, so it's really great. and I love just, how you just fade it out audibly because you were making hand gestures hand gestures (laughs) it's hilarious but yeah so all all this stuff adding you know just very sortable stats very uh, they're just improving everything and it's just good do it boom we we want it better boom better better shit we better go show (laughs) Um. so um, I'm gonna, you know, I was talking about my spotlight earlier. Yeah, who's to- your spotlight? <laughs> totally forgot. <laughs> totally forgot. Who's your spotlight? Totally forgot that we already highlighted her. Candace Parker. <laughs> so, uh just wanna throw out the you know, real quick. Candace go check her out. Go on her profile, follow her. She's a beast. She a beast and <laughs> she's back. Right, so she Back posts. Back in Beeston, she posts a lot on her stories, and it's great. They're really fun. Her stories are great. You just get a lot from her, um, and you know she does. She a has lot. an adorable daughter. Adorable daughter. Like, yeah and you know she's very active you know she she goes and does a lot of things because she has a kid and they go do fun things and she posts a lot about it and she's such an she's just great and then she does a lot of cool stuff for the sport she does so it's just great she does a lot of cool stuff she does she also announces on like for the men and does analysis for the men as well she's just she's awesome she's such a rock star she everywhere and she doing a lot and she's great i'm so happy she's back yeah like when she came back and had these last past two games it's just like oh my god i love this this is so great okay so real quick it's uh c a n d a c e p a r k e r candace parker her name her name so that's what you mean yep that's her instagram handle go follow her get it she's the best go that's how i think of her that's amazing. Yeah. So she was the best rookie of all time. She the best everything of all time when she was in college. Oh my God. I still, I still just can't believe she was left off the USA basketball team. <laughs> I just can't get over it. It hurts. I will never get over that. Okay. So she was my spotlight queen. Spotlight queen. Um, and then I'm gonna just wanted to say really quick that Arike. Has been playing a lot better lately, and she has like efficiency wise. Yeah, and yeah. she has stepped into my rookie of the year as what front I've, runner. Front runner. Yeah, I think she is too. I think I she think, took it took it by storm, and now it's hers. It's going to be a tight one between her and Nafisa Collier. I think so, but vote. I think she's got you know the upper hand right now. I I would vote that way if I were if I were if, if it I, ended if today vote, if it was today yeah. if it ended today the way she's been playing lately and what she means to that team. Yeah. going forward? Yes, I think she is the rookie of the year I think right especially now. Especially if they if they lock down a few more wins. Yeah. I think uh I think for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I wanted to uh, you know. Cool, cool. Definitely definitely throw that out there. Um, and I think you Love you, RK. I I mean, I think, you know, those are the big things, right? You know. 2 weeks we th- I think we did 2 weeks, right there. We're the king-size queens. Right? You think we did 2 weeks? Right I'm Paul Jafrida. <laughs> <laughs> I'm John Hanson. I think we did two weeks right there we do two weeks right <laughs> there um we're the king size queens this is the queens of the court podcast international international intern, uncut international international queens of the Court podcast <laughs> um anyway so yeah that's uh that's the show we hope you enjoyed listening thanks for being here with us send uh send a prayer up for our baby boy rufus if you think about it rufus one uh, love dog love you make it rain make it make rain make it rain, it rain. It rain.